0: And welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is a show where we take a K-drama, we watch it now two episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it.
1: Yeah, this week we started a new K-drama. We started the first two episodes of My Country, The New Age, which you can find on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's a Netflix drama, and it was recommended by a fan, so thank you, thank you so much for recommending this. I'm having fun with it so far. We did decide to keep with the two-episode format, because each episode is fairly long. If we go back to K-dramas that are 45-minute episodes, we will eat that up. We will go back to our four-episode format. But for right now, doing 80- to 90-minute episodes, it's a bit much.
1: Yeah, with all of the other life obligations that we constantly talk about on the podcast, I could not I could not do four episodes of 80 minutes a nope. week and record and then you would also need to edit and then
0: we have so many things. So, I would just stop editing. It would be a live podcast. We'd just <laughs> go to Twitch instead of Spotify, which is
1: like maybe an idea for the future, possibly. I don't know i'm I'm not against it. I just don't know. Sometimes it feels as though we decided on our Patreon that there was a demand for seeing our faces and doing it via video. and i I actually looking back, I don't know if there was a demand for that. I think maybe, <laughs> I think maybe I made that up. It was fun. It was fun to do. I just don't know if that was something people cared about just watching our faces while we podcast, essentially.
0: I don't think so. I also just didn't like getting ready, you know? I just don't want to get ready on podcast days.
1: I really feel that. It was hard. (laughs) I had to actually do my makeup to feel remotely okay about appearing on camera. And let me tell you, it got worse over time. If you haven't seen our videos, (laughs) I did did get less and less into the getting ready thing as time went on.
0: Yeah, I think I went pretty glam for, like, the first one, and then... They just went downhill, a.k.a. more towards my normal. Mm. Yeah. Yikes. Same.
1: And normal for me is I wake up and sometimes change out of my pajamas uh, yeah. to go to my remote job on the computer.
0: <laughs> so. so now that we've trashed ourselves, we started with a nice roast to get everybody <laughs> warmed up for the podcast. Um, speaking of just starting
1: off with, uh, starting off on, on a, on a certain note, I 100% did in the first three minutes of this episode say, Oh, so they're going to make me love their friendship and then hurt me with it. Okay. Thank you. Good to know.
0: Absolutely. I feel like this show is incredibly well paced. And maybe that's because we watched two episodes at a time for our podcast and we just got lucky. But I thought it was really nice that they started with kind of that climactic moment of these two. We don't know really who they are at the very beginning of the show. These two people facing off and then they take us back to when they were best friends. And they're best friends for such a good amount of time that you get so attached to them. But not so long that you get, I don't know, annoyed by how long it's going on. Because yeah. you're waiting. You're waiting for things to fall apart. And I think they do really slowly over the two episodes. And by the end, they're kind of enemies. Which I think was just a really good pacing for these two episodes.
1: I That's interesting because I have a somewhat different opinion as far yeah. as I think... I think within the episodes, there, it is really well paced. I will give you that. Within the episodes themselves, as, as an episode, I love the pacing because, uh, it's very different from our last K drama and the continuous storyline. I actually didn't realize I kind of missed having, uh, instead of small, you know, standalone storylines that we saw with Hospital Playlist. This is one storyline that were, or I guess, the stories of two friends. But it, it goes in order. It's linear, right? And I think yeah. I missed that because it does make, it's very compelling. And I think they do a good job within the episode of pacing it. I thought we would get so much more time of maybe not them, you know, being young, pre-military kiddos doing, you know, best friend stuff. I, I but I thought that it would develop their relationship a lot longer within their roles and and offer those little moments of conflict but show them maybe you know the the moments of conflict that they kind of gave us a taste to of the difference in status but also you know the difference in status goes both ways where Seo-hui can't really empathize with Nam Sien-ho, because Sien-ho seems to have everything he needs, right? But he, you know, is also being subject to really terrible emotional abuse by his father as an illegitimate child. And then on the flip side, Xian ho sort of, you know, acknowledges the the position that sien is in, but maybe... Also not to the level of empathy. He knows, you know, he's in a rough position. He hates it. It's his best friend. But also, it's a little like, you don't know what it's like to, to, I don't know, have... It's just that conflict that they were able to really, in small doses, apply that I thought that would go on for a little bit longer in different scenarios as they develop through their military careers. And I thought it would take a little bit longer... Uh, for us to see the split of the two friends, right? I thought more of the show would be about their bromance, their their friendship, them developing, and then we would get to the point where duty commanded them to finally separate. Maybe there would be a betrayal. Who's to say? Now there was for sure a betrayal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, but it was really early on in the show. I think it's a fair point to say we thought it would be more of a bromance throughout the show and then yeah these slow moments of cracks in their relationship until eventually there was this stab in the back and instead they're like oh no 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 stab in the back comes episode two we're doing that
1: yeah i didn't realize it was a show about rivals i thought it was a show about friends with maybe a tragic ending but it seems to be more about a rivalry that develops what i will say here at the forefront not a i this show is beautifully done like i said i'm very compelled to keep watching it i really like it so far i want to iterate those points so hard specifically oh no. because i hate love triangle so badly that i do feel like i'm going to drag this show throughout <gasps> the course of the love triangle that will undoubtedly develop
0: okay okay Before... Oh, oh my god. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Before we get too deep into that, which I will say, I also maybe feel a little bit the opposite of you there. But I'm interested. My prediction corner is that maybe we will see a bromance in this show and it will be these two people who were bros and then became rivals. And they became rivals so early in the show that Perhaps there's an opportunity for a common enemy to bring them back together, and that's the rest of the show is them rekindling their friendship. We'll see. That was my guess as to what would happen. I hope that I'm right because I'm a sucker, and I hope that it's not just, like you said, this long, drawn out rivalry between these two people who were best friends. We'll see. But as far as the love triangle, I was surprised that she picked one of them so quickly. I thought it would be dragged out that our female lead, So-Jae, uh, Han Hui-Jae, hui thank you. I thought it would be dragged out that she kind of lightly flirted with both of them for most of the show and never really liked either one of them and that would be our love triangle and i was gonna claw my eyes out but she was like um excuse me no i have chosen who i like not a fan of sonho he's fine we, we could maybe be friends but i have a man that i like that i have a crush on and uh i've picked him so i i can't dislike her for that
1: yeah. No, I love that. I was actually very into that. Uh He's gone now. Yeah. So, so and you know who's so still here? Sienho. Uh uh-huh.
0: yeah. Because I, yeah, when they first introduced her, I did not like her immediately, purely See? because she was introduced as this person to complete a love triangle and that yeah. made me so mad because she's such a cool character she's like this competent and confident and thoughtful so intelligent like young woman who i can just get behind fully and they were like mm, but what if she's just used as this like uh trap for these two best friends Yeah, I thought she was going to be the catalyst,
1: and thank God she's not, because that would be overplayed and awful, and they did a great job with more fully developing her out, at least in these first two episodes. She has nothing to- I mean, she sort of has something to do with the conflict, but not her as a person had to do with the conflict. It had everything to do with maybe- the action she took that revealed some not great information, but, yeah.
0: Not her fault,
1: yeah, which I love. She, she was doing her best, and it, it had nothing to do with them deciding not to be bros because of her, so.
0: That's, yeah. Uh, and like you said, it, they could turn it around later, where she's suddenly... Single and probably thinks the guy that she loved is definitely dead. So she could start a romance with Sono. I don't know if she's quite that fickle, but we'll see. Either yeah. way. um, Can I say really quick, just on the subject, I love her boss. I think her name is Soul. Easy yes. to remember name. I loved the moment at the very end where she reveals like, it's kind of your fault. Like, you're the one that took the letter to Sono's dad that completed the deal that Sono would win the test or whatever. And, uh, also your boyfriend's on a boat shipping out to sea. So, see, you- cause I feel like so much of these two episodes was her being trampled by this girl who she had so much control over, like souls made out to be this intimidating and powerful and clever person. And she's just being stepped on all the time by, uh, I can do it, Hui Jae. Yeah. Yeah. By Hui J. And I hated it. I was like, I don't, I want to see her be scary. I want to see her be this kind of villainess that they've built her up to be. And then she so is at the end and it's so painful to watch. I loved it. I love that character.
1: Yeah, she also, I don't know, she just is such a good, she does such a good job of being that type of villain, right? That, and, and I don't know that, so will end up being a big overarching villain so much i i actually think she's still very redeemable i think she's living the world that she's living in and she's you know yeah she has her her alignment and her interests and she sticks to those and she's not out to destroy anyone necessarily but she is out to it it's not personal with her it's yeah, just
0: yeah she's trying she's to keep herself do. and her girls alive yeah and I love that. She's not here just to be a villain. She's just like, we operate in a very certain type of world. And if you want to go and hang up your posters around town, then don't hide out here. Yeah. You can commit all the crimes you want, but don't bring it to my doorstep. Yeah. Go die somewhere else
1: that doesn't hurt everyone else that exists here because you're fighting your own war right now.
0: Yeah. Damn. Okay. Do- Okay, that's a cool character. I can get behind her and I fully am. 100%. I
1: do love her. I so far, I think that our most prevalent villain is very obviously, though I don't think he'll be the end-all be-all necessarily, is uh, Nam Jian, who is Xian Ho's father, right? He's yeah. very He's very he's probably my least favorite kind of villain. Which is Mm -hmm. to say, a man in power who's not even that good at it, but willing to cast aside literally everyone else if it means that he can gain one more
0: ounce of power. Yeah! Like, so low on the totem pole, but will do anything to climb higher. And it's just a joke. Like, sir, you will not. I don't know, like... Like you said, just one tiny iota of power means literally killing people. And that's fine? That's fine with you? No, I, mm, yeah, it's just so frustrating to watch because you're like, you're such a small person in this game. Please do not go around like you are everything, like you are the ultimate villain.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I also really struggled with, I think probably I struggled with, it's good writing, but it sucked to see his power over Nam Xian ho I also kind of expected him to be maybe a better person than he has been. I think he's a product of his situation and his upbringing, but he was pretty quick to accept the bribed results of that military exam. Also, fuck that military exam for real. Is it honestly you win or you and everyone else fails how do how can they possibly how can they possibly find military officers at that What's rate I was
0: ask you like <laughs> we just need one we honestly we're looking for enlistment we just need one person though actually we're pretty full up the military's doing really well right now thank you all for coming we just need one of you thanks yeah we're about to go to war
1: but we're only looking for one. Really good, extremely good... It's No, I'm pretty sure you proved that there's probably not just the two of them that are capable of doing some elite battle. I don't know, I didn't really pay that much attention to the whole battle sequence leading up to their battle. But I'm sure that there are a lot of people that... It's not even top five or something?
0: (laughs) Yeah! Could it not be a point system of like, okay, well... You went up in sword battle against the two people who got first and second place. So yeah, you got knocked out pretty quickly, but you racked up enough points in the other areas that we're still gonna hire you because we do need military personnel. They're like, no, nope, <laughs> you're out. I what? don't understand. What are they even hiring for? What I don't job get it. is this? Yeah, yeah because you only there's want first place. There's the military service that.
1: At the very end of episode two, Siohui got sent into that is clearly just the cannon fodder positions, right? Where they send the people that they just need bodies for that. So obviously it wasn't for low levels of military, but I still don't see the point of only accepting one. Even if it was higher ranking military that they're looking for to employ through this exam... It seems buck wild to say there can be only one.
0: Insanity. I... <sighs> and maybe it's just supposed to be excruciating to watch because you want Sohui to win so badly, but it was excruciating to watch because I yes. didn't understand the rules and I hated it. Why can't they both win? Seems like they're both pretty fit to do amazing things. No, nope, I... Insane. Insane! <laughs> one... Character that I really, really liked who could become a villain that I would fully support being a villain is the right, uh, right hand. I yeah, don't know, the remember. general, yeah, that general who gave yeah. the arrowhead to Sohui. Yes, I'm fully behind whatever he's about to do. He is a great character that they have written, and I yeah. cannot predict anything from him.
1: Yeah, whatever the case may be, he could be a t- actual terrible person. He didn't seem great at the end of episode two. He seemed the a little murder- rough. The murder yeah. seemed bad. Yeah, the having the, the young man who didn't even know that he, his win was a product of bribery until after it happened, and saying, go ahead and put this blood on your hands now, is... Pretty rough. But also, that said, I get it as far as his position goes. He went out on a massive limb to silence what was happening with his his former friend.
0: Yeah, that line, that super powerful line of lose my number, essentially. My debt <laughs> is repaid. Do not contact me again was such a cool moment. Yes, it was so good. But... Yeah, I don't know what happens next. I don't know if he keeps being in contact with Ho. I obviously was totally on board with Sunho introducing him as the like one general in town who will hire anyone from any background and then he yeah. sees the talent in Sohui and gives him the arrowhead and you're like, yeah, this guy's a good guy. <laughs> and then he doesn't a, doesn't a murder. Yeah, yeah he's not, not necessarily. A good guy. Okay. <laughs> So I just want to know now. I'm fully on board with whatever he does. I want to know where we're going.
1: Yes, yeah, I'm very interested. I'm very invested. I hope that he continues to be a main character, at least for a little while. I guess we'll see. Something that I'm desperately hoping for, here's the thing. I'm not necessarily convinced anyone who's in a position of power in this show is going to be a good guy, right?
0: All of Fair. the fully
1: grown adults, fully grown, quote unquote, pretty much anyone who's not the main cast and the main cast, I guess I view as children. That's not <sighs> true. But, you know, the, the father, Nam the general, all of these adults that we're seeing seem pretty complicated gray area mm-hmm. at, at best, right? Seems like the last surviving good guy was Xiao Gyom, who is Xiao Hui's father, but he's dead, so he didn't survive. So, you know, the surviving good guys seem pretty rough. I'm low-key hoping that whoever this general at the very, very beginning, I call them general, I don't know what his position is, but whoever Xiao Hui is working for in the short clip it showed us at the very beginning, really hoping he comes through as maybe someone we can get behind. Yeah. If he's going to be employing one of the main characters, right? Because it looks like maybe Nam Sien-ho still works for his dad, and we, we know that isn't great. That's not yep. a good situation.
0: He's still living at home, and he seems yeah. pretty happy with that situation. He's like, I will die for my father. Mm, you don't have to you don't have yeah. to do that unnecessary not great. Unnecessary. Yeah. you could probably betray him right now and switch teams either way <laughs> 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 the man that Sohui was working for at the very beginning the actor is jung hyuk who is one of my favorite actors i'm low-key obsessed with him Mostly just because he has the most interesting face that I've ever seen, but he's also an incredible actor, and I'm so excited to see what he is and I hope that he's somewhat a good guy. Like you said, it seems like there will be no good guys, but I hope maybe a little bit he's a good guy.
1: Yeah. And that is, uh Jung Jong Hyuk plays that, that same guy at the very beginning. The yeah. The lead the leader of Siouhui?
0: Yes. Okay, that's really cool.
1: I'm excited, too. I hope he's the the lesser of evils, if nothing else.
0: Yeah. I hope we can get little bromances here and there, although I think nothing will compare to the bromance that we've already lost. (laughs) But you just hope it's not entirely political and dry and... Bleak. Bleak, yeah. Give us another friendship, okay? Or at least rekindle our friendship that we already had. Let Please. Let's finish the scene at the beginning with Sohui killing Sonho's dad. And then Sonho running away with Sohui and joining whatever rebellion Sohui's part of. Hmm?
1: I mean, I would 100% be ready for that. What if, yeah, what if that was just halfway through the show? And the, like you said, big twist. What they showed us was, happens around episode six-ish, give or take, and then we have some solid episodes of them planning, I don't know, yeah, a revolution, a heist, something,
0: anything.
1: Just make it, make it friendship-based, and we'll be happy. I would love a friendship, especially if you're gonna end this sad, if you could end it sad because we're- because of everything we lost instead of sad just because the main characters died but they had really bleak lives anyway that would be (laughs) ideal
0: (laughs) that's just this show is like these two guys with real bleak sad existences and then they died (laughs) and you know that's the show that's the story we wanted to tell really Yeah, they fought each other and killed each other, and
1: they had a uh, tragic fate together. So, bummer, am
0: I right? Am I right? Thank you for watching my country, the new age. (laughs) Thank you all for coming. We appreciate you being here. That's that's all we had, actually, for this show. So, thank you for coming. (laughs) We wrote the worst ending.
1: We think that... And I say we, I'm dragging you into a prediction with me. I want you okay. to come to prediction hell with me. Um <laughs> Namjoon, the father that we don't like, was almost 100% the man who framed Seogyeom, right?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. His quote-unquote best friend. Yeah. For sure, That's that's a cyclical thing. Yeah, and for whatever reason, his
1: wife was buried on Namjoon's in his you know I don't know land? what to call it yeah yes. his land his plots his compound yeah his, his he's got some plots where the the dead are buried and on his on his in his home somewhere and dude <laughs> this sounds creepier the more you talk <laughs> I know I'm making it worse I don't know how to get out of this anyway <laughs> they were obviously friends I'm wondering. How, if it was just a best friend's type of thing, or if Hui's mother was
0: somehow related to Namjoon. Oh. Yeah, we know nothing about his mom. They're like, moms don't exist in this show. Yeah. If you're a girl, you can have a mom. but
1: Oh, did you recognize um, hui Jay's mom? I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no,
0: off. No, I didn't. Who is she?
1: Uh, Iksoon from... I'm saying her character name from Hospital Playlist. She was in the last drama we watched. What? Uh, We just get a clip of her before she's killed, but...
0: What the heck? Oh my god, I need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. I did not at all. They took away her bob, and I was like, who's this woman? Never seen (laughs) her before.
1: Yeah, yep, they... We always have to carry one character over from our last drama into our next drama, so...
0: I'm glad you found this one. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes they're hidden in there. Little Easter eggs for us, and I do not pick them up. Happy Easter to me. It was dark. She was in a very dark scene,
1: and she died after 20 seconds.
0: So Yeah. But fortunately, it brought our characters together so that they met as children. I'm not going to count this one, because they didn't really meet. They just yeah. saw each other across a very long distance... As someone was being murdered, someone was murdering themselves. Yes. So that doesn't count. That's not very
1: romantic. Yeah, and obviously Xiaohui had no clue what was happening. He was very preoccupied, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He had other things on his mind with the whole dad dying. So, you know, it doesn't count that they kind of met as children, which is my least favorite trope. This is fine. We don't count it. We don't count it. So far, so good. I did like that she talked with his dad and got some sage advice that she got to pass along in a kind of weird moment to Sohui. It was very yeah. cute for her. I think it was very confusing for him.
1: Yeah, he had no clue what was happening. But for her, she was passing on some fatherly sage advice.
0: Sweet. So sweet. So sweet. Oh, I, yeah, I like those two. They're fine. They're doing fine.
1: I ship it. I I very casually ship it. It's maybe not my main interest at this point, but.
0: That's what I wanted to convey without saying it. I just tried to go (laughs) tonally, which is a terrible way to convey my feelings. Yep, I ship it and I ship it casually. It's fine. They're doing fine. They're already together. I guess Sohui's dead now, so maybe they're not together as much anymore. But it was a cute and sweet romance that could go on in the background. Do you think Yon is dead?
1: No, I think that Yon will continue to live for now. I don't... It sucks to make this prediction, um, but I feel like they deeply foreshadowed that she wouldn't survive by having her say the line... I want to live to an old age. Oh yeah, they and pretty much so just nerfed who has her wished for
0: that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they've both wished for that way too many times for it to actually happen. Please stop saying yeah. it out loud. They're like, I only want one thing in this world. In a K drama full of sadness, until episode seven. That's all I want. <laughs> episode six, you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> <gasps> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. They had to kill her at a more intense and heart-wrenching moment than what they did. I think they did a good job of making the moment that he was taken away very sad for him, but it wouldn't have been as climactic if she had just died right then. They're like, we... We want to hurt you. We want to, we want to really hurt the audience here. And this is not our opportunity to do that. So we'll wait. We'll save you on for now.
1: Yeah. I wish though, I think maybe, and you can correct, I mean, obviously, wow. Okay. Finish a sentence. Okay. You can correct me if I'm wrong here because I know that it's a K drama. It's meant to be so dramatic. I was really frustrated with him during that scene that he was panicking, freaking out having a meltdown, because he knows that the direct result of his sister becoming distressed is typically that she's going to have a seizure. And I think I would have liked to see, and I think it even argumentally, or you, the argument could be made, that it would have been more in character for him to be obviously, you know, scared, but have a moment where he turns to her and he says, no biggie, I'm just going to go with them and then I'll talk. I'll I'll ask to see Xian Ho, we're going to get this sorted out, you stay here, you stay calm. I know that that wouldn't have had the dramatic effect. I know that then he wouldn't be worried if she was alive or dead right in this moment, that we couldn't have seen him screaming and her screaming and Xian Ho screaming and having a fight with his dad over making sure that Seo Yun got to live. You know, there's so much to it. I get it. But I just think that that was a frustrating scene, maybe only from his character's point of view of, I don't think he would have put her in the position to become so deeply distressed.
0: I think that's fair. Like, we see even him coming home from the exam and he's pretty distraught, but he never wants to show his emotions in front of his sister because he doesn't want her to worry and then we turn around five minutes later and we have this scene where he's like, let me cause a panic. Let's yeah. let's make a scene on the streets here. Yeah. Which, yeah, I I think it played out well. I didn't question it as it was happening. But I see what you're saying. I can get behind that. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. And there's definitely two arguments to be made there. It was prime K-drama material. I will give oh, yeah. them
0: that. Yeah. Like- <laughs> whoa (laughs) and they've written a character who i think is adorably naive and impulsive and as much as he does consider his sister in almost every situation i do think he's impulsive enough that it made sense that he panicked it wasn't like like you said you wanted it to be in character that he would protect her and try and calm himself down so he could keep her calm but it didn't feel out of character for him to have this panic and start screaming either. It wasn't like, well, we've never seen this side of Sohui before.
1: Yeah, that's also true.
0: This is the guy who ran up and has tried to punch whoever is administering these exams several times. He just went buck wild on those people. He's picking fights. Sir, stop taking fights with the people who are going to give you a job. Yeah. This is how things work.
1: This is not the way to do this, probably. Unfortunately, I would like to see them soundly
0: punched in the face as well, but... You don't have to anymore. He was literally shot in the back with an arrow. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Our least favorite character is dead. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh- um... <sighs>
1: One last thing that I really want to talk about it, or talk about, and then we can, you know, talk about whatever else, wrap up at any time, but I feel like I will forget if I don't bring it up now. The officer who killed- (gasps) Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, to essentially cover up the, I mean, alleged crime, but we all know how it would have gone, of Sanho putting up
0: the posters- I'm so into that, yeah. probably even more than the general, which I'm now sad that I forgot about him, because I think he'll have an even more interesting storyline than any other character. Yeah, he's
1: the, uh, he's the wild card. He's the biggest mystery of this whole thing, I think. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think is that he's somehow related to, not familially related, but in some way um, has... Some ties to Sanho's brother.
0: Oh, dang! Once you started talking, I thought you were going to say Sohui's dad. He, this man could be anywhere. Yeah, I wasn't clear on how old Sono's brother was when he died. Do you know? No, he seemed pretty
1: young, but obviously older than Sanho. So maybe something, I don't know. He seemed, in the short scene that we got of him, he seemed to be a young teenager or a preteen.
0: Okay. So this guy probably wasn't friends with him. He seems yeah. significantly older. Yeah, I can't really tell that guy's age. Yeah, fair. They could be like, no, he's like two years older than Sono and I'd be like, okay, I guess.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, maybe they were friends, or maybe he... I don't know. I, it's all speculation. I have no clue because they haven't even left enough of a breadcrumb to make a prediction other than I think that's how he ties into it somehow. Because I think that he, his mind seemed to change not with the status of San Ho when they were having the argument at the, um, at the place after the poster inc- incident his mind seemed to be more changed around the time that the he's the brother of the boy who drowned
0: oh i i thought maybe so Ooh, okay we'll keep an eye on that we'll keep an eye on that yeah i like that prediction corner i didn't catch that at all i'm just a potato waiting for them to spill it out tell me what's happening thank you (laughs) who is this man Please. Who is this man? Tell me in your words, and not <laughs> don't make it a military thing. I cannot follow this war at all. You're no. gonna have to give me a map. Where's lame? Where's <laughs> lame and so confusing? There's so many people. Just draw it. Just draw it on a map. I don't Please. know what's happening.
1: There's so many militaries involved because of all the weird private militaries that they immediately called out at the beginning of the K-Drama, and I was like, cool, I will
0: forget about this. Yeah. Thank you. They're like, this is going to be a really extra confusing war, just so you know. And you're like, oh, God, I'd, I'm not ready for this. They're like, yeah, you're going to have to memorize every single name you hear. So, good luck. <laughs> Thank you. No. I can't Thank you. do I'm this. I'm sad. Um, Can I say the only thing that I want to call out before we wrap up, I don't want to end on a sour note. Mm-hmm. It's a, the tiniest nit to pick, okay. but I thought it was hilarious and jarring at the same time was when So Hui and Hui Jae were hiding out from the police. They were hiding from the popo in like a, a little dye shed and then... J starts to sneak out, and so he's like, no, they're still out there. And then the Power Rangers music kicks on, and he (laughs) starts going crazy and doing some kicks and moves and shooting arrows, and it's like a very cool scene. They have a lot of cool fight scenes. Kudos to the choreographer? Mm -hmm, Let's mm -hmm. call him that. The fight choreographer. Of this show. They're doing amazing, sweetie. Keep up the good work. But (laughs) who's in charge of the soundtrack? Because that song just threw me for a loop. I was so surprised that that was the choice. Yeah, the go-go Power Rangers. Like, Uh what? (laughs) Like, okay. Different than I thought. Interesting. And... I'm not in the show anymore. That's fine. That's fine. I'm listening to this song.
1: I'm not, I'm sure they'll get out of this mess. Probably. Yeah. It's episode one, so.
0: (laughs) They have to, if this song is playing, they have to (laughs) win the fight. Can you imagine
1: ending on this song?
0: (laughs) No. And then they die, they both just die? No. (laughs) Oh, such an odd choice. I think that's when my husband gave up. He was watching the show with me and he's like, okay, okay. Bold, but not (laughs) my kind of bold. I'm dipping. I've got to go. I've got to go. Which, fair. But I thought... Once you keep watching, I think you forget about that moment. It doesn't really happen again. They've stayed Mm. solid with the soundtrack since then. It was kind of just that one. A little one-off. Yeah.
1: No, I love that. I actually... uh, I also think it's very funny that that's when Jason said no more. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where he draws the line. Um, I know that Who's That Face is reserved somewhat for the last episode, but you know how we sometimes play it in the first episode a little bit with just, you know, some immediate call-outs that we noticed?
0: Yeah, I think we've done it like four times this episode already, so go yeah. for it.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, the father, uh, the swordsman father, siogyum Oh, yeah. Pretty sure he was the father in uncontrollably fond. Oh. Yeah, we cut out exactly who he is in uncontrollably fond, but he is in it. And then wow. uh I definitely recognize Nam Namjoon, the other father, the yeah, problematic me too. one in this. I Actually, couldn't say from where this time around, though. That right? is my limitation on who's that face. I'm pretty sure he's been a bad guy in something we've watched, though. Something about his very uncertain face. Yep. It, I can picture him from something else. I just don't
0: know what. So no, same. And then we knew the two main characters, mm-hmm. two of the three. I knew the sister. Yawn. Yes. It's like. We've recognized basically the entire cast. You're much better at knowing from where we recognized them, but it was still an exciting game for me to go like, look at all these familiar faces. Look at all these old friends. Yeah, I'm love excited it. for this drama.
1: I'm so fond of the Who's That Face game. I have no clue how it listens, you know, how it presents via podcast. I love to play it. I think yeah. that there's a part of me that, I just i i do have a memory for faces, pretty mm-hmm. pretty good memory for faces, and I get to flex those muscles. And I, yeah, it it's bringing up old friends. Um, Soul was in "It's Okay to Not Be Okay," oh, which is fun. Yeah, the, I think that's just about it that I can off the bat recognize. But yes, I love playing who's that face. So maybe we just play it every episode as it comes to <sighs> us. Maybe. Maybe next episode we remember where we've seen Namjian before, so...
0: Mm-hmm. And then as we add new characters to the roster, we keep coming back to it. And then we just don't have any bonus episode, because we have no content.
1: <laughs> we have nothing to say here, because our the only thing we had to say in the first place was who's that face, so...
0: <laughs> and we did that every single episode. Whoops! <laughs> Um, I'm, you know, still hanging on this cliff. I'm interested. It's hard because it's a cliffhanger where the main character's in kind of a dire situation and you want to know how he gets out, but you fully know that he lives. So Mm -hmm. I want to know what happens, but I don't need to know what happens.
1: Yeah, I'm compelled to watch the next episodes. I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, I'm not. Because, yeah, I just, I know things will turn out somehow it might be really sad however they turn out but they're gonna (laughs) turn out somehow
0: they're gonna turn out so anyways that was all to say very politely i had a great time raquel i do have to go watch episode three right now
1: yeah same here i totally understand and i will see you talk to you next week about all of
0: this (laughs) yeah and if you want to talk in the meantime you can email me at (laughs) blank at gmail.com
1: what about if I comment on the episodes at playonk.com?
0: That'd be great. You can hit me up on Twitter, at playonk, or you can follow me on Instagram. Comment there, send me a DM, anything you want. I'm at <laughs> Uh
1: What if I just tell you how great I think you are in a, in a review, and I rate oh. and subscribe the podcast wherever I listen to it?
0: That would actually really help people find my podcast, (laughs) our podcast. So that'd be great. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But if I don't hear from you, I'll just see you next week for the next two episodes of My Country, the New Age. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.